Today's podcast of In Conversation with God on the Relevant Radio app is brought to you by ScepterPublishers.org. Scepter Publishers brings you the finest in Catholic spiritual reading. For more information, go to ScepterPublishers.org. Today's reading from In Conversation with God is for December 17th in the season of Advent. The topic is the Nativity at St. Joseph's Side. Part 1. Joseph's Mission And Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called Christ. The Gospel of today's Mass gives us the genealogy of Jesus on Joseph's side. Among the Jews, as among other peoples of nomadic origin, the genealogical tree was of capital importance. A person was known fundamentally by the clan or tribe to which he belonged, rather than by the place where he lived. Among the Hebrews, we have the added circumstance of belonging to the chosen people through ties of blood, a person's ancestry being traced through the male line. Joseph, as the husband of Mary, was the legal father of Jesus, and as such, carried the duties of a true father. Joseph, like Mary, was of the house and family of David, of whom would be born the Messiah according to God's promise. As we hear in the second book of Samuel, When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring after you, who shall come forth from your body, and I shall establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Thus Jesus, who was a descendant of David through Mary, was registered in the royal house through Joseph, since he who came into the world ought to be registered according to the custom of the world. It would also be Joseph's responsibility to give his name to the Word incarnate, in accordance with the instructions given him by the angel, you shall call his name Jesus. God had foreseen that his son would be born of the Virgin Mary, in a family just like any other, and that in her he would develop in his humanity. The life of Jesus had to be in this respect the same as that of other men. He was to be born defenseless, in need of a father who would protect him and teach him the things that all fathers should teach their sons. The essence and ultimate meaning of Joseph's life had to lie in the fulfillment of his mission as Mary's husband and as the father of Jesus. He was born into the world to act as the father of Jesus and to be Mary's most chaste spouse, in the same way that every person who comes into the world has a specific vocation from God, in which is rooted the whole meaning of his life. When the angel revealed to him the mystery of the virgin birth of Jesus, Joseph fully accepted his vocation, to which he was to remain faithful until death. His worldly mission was to be the head of the Holy Family. St. Joseph's whole glory and happiness lay in his knowing how to understand what God wanted of him and in his having faithfully carried it out to the end. 
Today in our prayer, let us contemplate Joseph at the side of the Blessed Virgin, who is with child and soon to give birth to her only begotten Son. And let us resolve to spend the time of Christmas at St. Joseph's side, a place as unnoticed as it is privileged. In the words of St. Jose Maria, How good Joseph is! He treats me like a son. He even forgives me if I take the child in my arms and spend hour after hour saying loving things to him. Part 2. Joseph's Relations with Jesus Joseph, we read in a sermon of St. Augustine, not only claims the name of Father, but has a greater claim to it than any other. And then he adds, how was he a father? All the more effectively, the more chaste the paternity. Some thought that he was the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, in the same way as other fathers, who beget sons of the flesh and do not receive them only as the fruit of a spiritual love. This is why St. Luke says he was thought to be the father of Jesus. Why only thought to be? Because thought and human judgment refer to what is usual among men. And our Lord was not born of Joseph's seed. Yet of the piety and love of Joseph a son, who was the Son of God, was born to him of the Virgin Mary. St. Joseph was deeply in love with Mary. In the words of one writer, he must have loved her so much, and with such generosity of heart, that when he learned of her desire to preserve the consecration she had made to God, he agreed to marry her. He would rather renounce having children than live apart from the woman he loved. His was a pure, refined, and deep love. It was full of respect, with no hint of selfishness. God himself had definitively sealed their union with a new and even stronger bond, which was their joint earthly mission of bringing up the Messiah. And they had already been betrothed, which was why the angel had said, Do not be afraid to take Mary to be your wife. What kind of relationship would Joseph have had with Jesus? Again from St. Jose Maria, Joseph loved Jesus as a father loves his son, and showed his love by giving him the best he had. Joseph, caring for the child as he had been commanded, made Jesus a craftsman, transmitting his own skill to him. So the neighbors in Nazareth would call Jesus both the craftsman and the son of the craftsman. Jesus worked in Joseph's workshop and by Joseph's side. What sort of man must Joseph have been, and how must grace have been active in him that he was able to carry out the task of bringing up the Son of God? For Jesus must have resembled Joseph in his way of working, in the traits of his character, and in his way of speaking. Jesus's realism, his eye for detail, the way he sat at table and broke bread, his preference for using everyday situations in his teaching, all this reflects his childhood and the influence of Joseph. We stay close to Joseph 
as we meditate on the approaching nativity. He only asks us to be simple and humble in our contemplation of Mary and her son. There is no room for the proud in that little group in Bethlehem. Part 3. Go to Joseph so that he may teach us to live side by side with Jesus and Mary. In the words of St. John Paul II, in his homily at a midnight mass, weariness fills men's hearts and makes them sleep as the shepherds slept nearby in the fields of Bethlehem. What happened in that stable, in that cavern of rock, has a dimension of profound intimacy. It is something that only happens between a mother and a child about to be born. No one else is present. Even Joseph, the carpenter of Nazareth, remains outside as a silent witness. She alone is fully aware of her maternity, and only she sees the child's face when he utters his first cry. The birth of Christ is before all else her mystery, her great day. It is the mother's festival. And only she truly grasped the meaning of this mystery of Christ's birth and the redemption. Between Mary and Jesus, there exists an absolutely unique and special relationship shared by no one else, not even Joseph by himself, who in the Pope's words is only a silent witness. Joseph, full of admiration, unspeaking and respectful, contemplates the child and its mother. After Mary, he was the first person to see the Son of God made man. No one could have experienced more happiness than he when he took in his arms the Messiah, who in no visible way could be distinguished from any other child. Nevertheless, the mystery which Joseph contemplated imposed on him certain limits, which he would never cross. With Mary it is different, because, in the words of one writer, the great event concerned above all else the mother and her son. Joseph was to participate shortly afterwards, when the profound and mysterious relationship had already been established between Jesus and his mother. Initially, Joseph's participation in the mystery had come about through the knowledge given him by the angel's revelation of the mission he was to carry out for these two exceptional people. St. Joseph was present later when the shepherds arrived. He saw them approach the cave, timid and curious, to see for themselves the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. He heard them explain to Mary about the apparition of the heavenly messenger who had told them about the birth of the Savior in Bethlehem and about the sign by which they would recognize him, describing how a multitude of angels had gathered with this first herald envoy, glorifying God and promising peace on earth to men of good will. Joseph also contemplated the radiant happiness of the woman who was his wife, this marvelous lady who had been entrusted into his keeping. Enthralled by the way she gazed at her son, he saw her own unspeakable joy 
her own overflowing love, her every gesture so full of exquisite tenderness and meaning. If we stay close to Joseph during these days between now and Christmas, he will help us to contemplate this tremendous mystery of which he was a silent witness, and to gaze lovingly at Mary as she holds in her arms the Son of God made man. From the very start, St. Joseph grasped the fact that his whole reason for living was this child, precisely because he was a child, and as such in need of help and protection, as Mary was too, for God himself had commissioned him to take her into his home and give her protection. How grateful Jesus would be for all the vigilance and attention that Joseph paid to Mary. It is not surprising that after the Blessed Virgin, Joseph is the person most endowed with grace. That is why the church has always paid him great tribute and been fervent in his praise, having recourse to him in times of greatest difficulty. St. Joseph, pray for them, for our loved ones. Pray for me, for I too need your help. In whatever need, the Holy Patriarch, together with the Blessed Virgin, will hear our prayers. Today, we ask him to make us simple of heart, so that we will know how to show our love for the child Jesus, as he did. In Conversation with God is based on a seven-book series of the same name. It is produced by Relevant Radio in an exclusive partnership with Scepter Publishers. For more information or to order your own copy of the book, log on to scepterpublishers.org. Scepter is spelled S-C-E-P-T-E-R. That's scepterpublishers.org. This podcast is protected under U.S. copyright laws and is made possible through the generous support of our listeners. To donate, click the Give button on this app right now or visit RelevantRadio.com. Be sure to join us again tomorrow as we continue the conversation.